Welcome to the Beverly Hills Plastic Surgery Podcast. I'm Dr. Jay Calvert, and I am on today by Skype with Dr. Millicent Ravello. Millicent, how are you doing? I'm doing great. How are you? Well, you know, it's a good thing that not only are we social distancing, but we are like literally like distance distancing on this one. <laughs> and we're trying to do our part with coronavirus here. So we are testing out our Skype possibilities here with our Beverly Hills Plastic Surgery Podcast. Giving it a go. Yeah, why not? I mean, I think, uh, you know, we've been talking a lot about coronavirus. And I think today let's let's hit a little bit more plastic surgery stuff because I've been... Uh, I've actually been doing a lot of virtual consults and uh, people have been, I don't know, for some reason, I think the amount of FaceTime and Skype has caused people to call me about their lower face and necks. Oh, yeah. They're looking at themselves on the Skype and on their computers. And that's the view, right? That like ugly, awful, oh my gosh, is that my neck view? Yeah, I, I got to admit, I'm kind of seeing it on me. <laughs> Look away. Look I'll away. be re- I'll be ready. You can uh, after this podcast. You can then we can book my uh, neck lift later on down the road. <laughs> it's true though. The neck you can really a lot of times you don't notice it until you see it on camera or on a video, and you kind of go, "Yikes! When did that happen?" Yeah, well, it starts to happen in the 30s. It gets worse in the 40s, and by the time you're my age, you just want to like either you know get a neck transplant practically if you could <laughs> i don't know if they do those but i'd be i'm signing up you know what it is you want to just walk around like with your hands holding up your skin right like along your jawline your neck i swear That's to god i was thinking about clothespins i was I, I was not i am not joking i was like getting ready to do a skype and i was like wait a second <gasps> wait a Hold second on. if i can just like pinch this thing oh that looks really good so yeah i mean it's it's definitely a thing and and there's there's a whole spectrum and maybe what we should do is kind of run through from uh minimally invasive treatments like althera kybella and then uh liposuction and then isolated neck lifts and then neck lifts in the setting of a facelift because that's sort of the spectrum isn't it that's absolutely the spectrum and that's a lot to hit in 15 minutes so we're going to keep it pretty short and sweet and get a general coverage of each of these things because certainly any or either of them could be a whole podcast on itself. And no doubt they will be. But for today, uh, you know, just since everybody's looking at themselves and their FaceTime and Skype and Zoom and everything, let's let's give you some options. We'll be ready when when this thing breaks to start fixing some necks. Let's do it. So Kybella is an injection of uh, some sort of concoction that melts fat Deoxycholic acid. Yeah, I I, I don't use it. <laughs> you can call it whatever you want. I don't do it. So like next, but um, some people really like it. I mean, have you used it at all? I have, and here's the deal with Kybella. It's deoxycholic acid. It's an injection. It's an acid that literally dissolves fat. Like it's legitimate. It's not you know it's not a just for show thing. It actually does dissolve fat. But the thing with Kybella is it takes several rounds, at least two to three rounds of treatment to see a full effect. And for the first two weeks after injection, you are swollen up like a bullfrog. Right now, it's really, it's um, cleared for use in the neck to that fat below the chin, but people use it off-label elsewhere. But really, if you're using it below the neck, you're going to look like a bullfrog for several weeks. And people like it because it's non-surgical and you can just go into your doctor's office and get these injections. But two to three injections in the neck area is easily going to cost you four or $5,000. 
Um, and so at that point, you're almost looking at a single surgery or a liposuction if all you're trying to do is remove fat. Right. What kind of bothers me about the Kybella just a little bit, and this is going to be coming from a surgeon, so take that with a grain of salt, but Kybella really was introduced by the parent company as a way to offer non-surgeons an option for neck fat removal. It was never designed to be a replacement for liposuction. It was designed to make the company money by opening a larger net of providers that could use its services and its products. Interesting. I mean, I think every time I've seen somebody get this, bullfrog is sort of an understatement. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I've not had anybody come in and be like, oh, my God, I, I did my Kybella and I love it. But Never. I've seen, I've Never. Had, I haven't had that. I've had people who get Kybella and then show up and say, I'd love some liposuction now because I need it to be better. They, they haven't said that they got no benefit, but they didn't get the, the jawline they were looking Correct. for. So, no, it works. It yeah. works. It's just not great and it's expensive. I actually like it for other areas than the neck. Like I prefer it for like the little bra line fat that's really hard to liposuction and like small little areas like that. I think it works great. But for the neck, not really a fan. Well, then let's go on to something that we are a fan of, which is neck liposuction, which I love. I love. I love, love. I would love to have this, but I think I'm actually getting past the point where it can help me. But <laughs> the thing about neck lipo is that it it is uh, pretty straightforward to do. It's pretty easy to recover from. And the effects can be amazing, especially if you pick the right candidate. Yes, they can be super dramatic. And the thing with neck liposuction, you know, there are some people walking around that have a, a large amount of fat under their chin and in their neck. And they certainly are candidates as well. But some people don't really have a lot of fat per se. But those patients can actually, depending on who they are, benefit quite dramatically from neck liposuction because they do get some neck tightening of the skin. For sure. I mean, that's the thing that I see the most. I mean, some neck lipos I do are, you know, 10 cc's or 12 cc's of fat. But the fact that we've done surgery in that area will scar the skin up to the uh, the muscles under the, the chin. And it looks amazing. It, it this looks is a amazing. great thing. Yeah. And usually I tell my liposuction patients that are having liposuction elsewhere in the body that if you have loose skin, there's a chance the liposuction can make it looser because that's just what liposuction does. And you may have some extra saggy skin depending on how your skin starts. But in the neck, it's, it's not true. The neck is the one place where you can actually get a decent amount of skin tightening with just liposuction alone. Absolutely. And you, if you couple the uh, the neck lipo and then take care of some bands with Botox or, mm -hmm. uh, you know, uh, Juveau or whatever your favorite toxin is, then you can really improve necks with very small types of operations. You don't have to go, you don't have to go crazy with, uh, you know, with neck lifts and things for young right. people, especially. I mean, we'll get to the neck lifts in a second, who that's, a, you know, good for. But for me, in, in the 20s to 30s, 40s, even in the 50s, if they don't have laxity of the platysma muscles, then neck liposuction's amazing. Neck liposuction is good. And if you're looking at something like Kybella versus neck lipo and you're thinking, well, I don't really want to have a surgery, neck liposuction is a fairly small surgery as surgeries go. You could theoretically even do it awake. That's not my preference, but you could do it awake if you ha only had a small amount to do. And it's, it's a short surgery. You're in and out the same day. You know, you're back to work. You could even be back to work the next day if you don't mind looking a little bruised and wrapped up. Like it's a fairly small procedure on the spectrum of surgeries we do. 
For sure. And the the cool part about it is that you can do it under straight local. I have done it under straight local most most of the time, uh, you know, in patients that just want isolated neck lipo, I tell them, just do it under local. I'll give you some, uh, you know, some Valium, et cetera. Yep. Yep, and, exactly. and they do great. And, you know, they need somebody to drive them, obviously. I, I don't think you should walk in cold and <laughs> lay down and get your neck no, sucked no, 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 down. No, 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 no. You but might some want a little bit of something. <laughs> yeah, a little bit of, you know, relaxation is yeah. good. But I will tell you, it, it is very effective. It heals quickly. Um, you basically see the results in, you know, three to six weeks, it looks great, but it looks even better at six months to a year. Yeah, no, for sure. And the people who are, like you said, good candidates are going to be, you know, younger patients with good skin laxity. Um, as you get a little bit older, if you have a larger amount of skin laxity, and which basically just means skin excess and sagginess, and you have those platysmal bands that you were talking about, you're not as good a candidate. Right. So now let's move on to the neck lift, an isolated neck lift, where you're actually going to work on the platysma muscles and maybe other structures, even the anterior belly of the digastrics, etc. So there are muscles in the neck called these very, you know, platysma means flat, so the, a flat muscle. The platysma muscle are the, the neck bands that we all see. Uh, as as people age, you see these you know things sticking out that you're like, right. you know, what is that? Is that a you know guitar string under your neck skin there? <laughs> no, it is a platysma muscle that has gotten lax, and they need to be worked on. And there's a lot of options for how to take care of those bands if you're doing just an isolated neck lift. Yeah. So if you're thinking about bands, probably the best way to imagine that is look in the mirror and grimace. You know, and you start seeing these lines in your neck pop out. Those are going to be your platysmal bands. Now, they, if they're isolated and you're a young patient, you can treat those with Botox alone, um, which is one option, although that is a very short-term option. The Botox wears off, you know, after three months or so. And you do have to use a fair amount of Botox to really get it to be effective. But if that's all you have are those bands, then that is certainly an option. But if you're going down the spectrum of taking out fat and or skin, then it's easy enough to address those bl- those bands at the time of surgery. And the way that we address them, there's a couple of things you can do. You can make a, a, a small incision under the chin, basically what's called the submental area. It's basically mm-hmm. wherever any any kid who slammed their chin on the yeah. pavement has a <laughs> has a little scar already. <laughs> there's a scar there anyway. <laughs> so uh, you can use that area and make an incision, and then you can work directly on the fat. You know, usually what I do is I like to liposuction the neck first, and then make the incision and get down onto the platysma muscles. Yes. And a lot of times I'll just cut the bands out. I'll literally go along that, that border in the middle of the, the neck and just take it away. Um, but you can also do other things like take out wedges of the muscle. You can do a hammock platysmoplasty where you actually bring uh, the right side across to the left and the left side over the right and literally make like a hammock and sew them together that way. All these different techniques just depend on the diagnosis you make on what's wrong with the muscles. Right. Right. Um, I usually do. I usually do a wedge. I take out a wedge of muscle and then sew it up. It works great. And uh, yeah. how about on the lateral aspect? Do you make the incision behind the ear to undermine and take some skin out with some of your neck lifts? I do. Yeah. Yeah, I like that too. I think if you if you don't want to do the facelift and don't want to bring a, an incision up in front of the ear and take care of the jawline from there, you can do a retro auricular, a behind the ear incision. And just deal with the skin of the neck, you know, and do the submental incision, the incision under the chin, undermine all the skin, lift it up, 
and work on the muscles, take some skin out behind the ears and sew everything up and there's no facelift incision. I would say that is an extremely rare patient. Um, that would just get that isolated neck lift because if you're coming in and you are concerned about the skin of your neck, then there's probably also some excess skin of the face too. Maybe you just aren't recognizing it, but the skin of the lower face and the jawline in particular, that's all in continuity with the neck. So it, you, it's really hard to address the neck in isolation from the lower face and jawline. Totally. And I think that your a facelift really should be renamed sort of as a jawline and neck lift. Right. That's it's really, not really what the it face is. what you're it's doing. It's not. Yeah. People, it is a misnomer because people really think that their whole face is going to be lifted up and their nasal labial folds are going to be completely effaced. And But it's it's really a true facelift is addressing that jawline. Yeah. And I, that's the thing. I mean, a, a, a facelift is a neck lift per, per se. And, and you, and you, if you do just an isolated neck lift, I think you make the jowls look worse. Worse. Yeah. Cause you have this nice tight neck and then you really notice, you know, the skin hanging down over it. Yeah. No, thanks. I would prefer <laughs> to have a you know, really clean jawline and get the, the jowls gone and make the neck look amazing. Yeah. And that's really where, you know, I think a lot of people that are, you know, 45 and up who are looking at jowls and a, and a lax neck are, should be coming in for a facelift, for a facelift. either I deep, agree. deep plane or smash lift, pick your, pick your poison. Both are great. And it depends on the findings, uh, in the, in the office, which one you do, but these techniques work and, you know, isolated neck lifts are very rare. Every one that I've done, I've always kind of said, yeah, I, yeah, I should have made yeah. you do the facelift because now you have it, jowls. I know. It's it's hard because I don't think the average person understands that. So they come in telling you, I just want my neck done. And then when you say, well, actually what you need is a, a facelift, people get very kind of put off like that. I don't need a facelift yet. It, it, they think that you're trying to upsell them or that you're you know, calling them old. And it's it's not. Again, it comes back to that facelift being a bit of a misnomer. Um, and so it's the plastic surgeon isn't insulting you or trying to upsell you a service. Like that's probably what you need if you're going in saying you need a neck lift. Yeah, I think I think the the con the, the names are not great and people get very weirded out. And so what I they say, well, I can't have a, uh, a neck. I, sorry, I can't have a facelift. Uh, so what I say to them is, how about what if we did a neck lift with an upper facial extension? <laughs> and then they go, oh, that sounds really good. <laughs> That's what I want. I want a neck lift with an upper facial extension. Because then they can tell their friends, well, I'm having a neck lift. And then they yeah, go, oh, that has, sounds cool. Yeah. It sounds like, you know, well, you're not old then because you're not having yeah. a facelift. Yeah, you're totally, totally, totally still a facelift. Exact same <laughs> incisions. Um, we could call it a lower facelift if that makes you feel better. But it's the same thing. But it does seem to have a better connotation. And I'll give that to you. Neck lift with an upper facial <laughs> extension. AKA facelift. Learn it. Love it. It's amazing. All right. Well, I think that's all we can kind of crack on for just a, a basic run through the, the next stuff. But uh, we'll we'll definitely tear into each of those topics individually in individual podcasts down the, down the road. Uh, Millicent, anything else? No, I think we got it all. Cool. Well, this is the Beverly Hills Plastic Surgery Podcast coming to you from the 90210. The Beverly Hills Plastic Surgery Podcast is brought to you by Rock Spa. This is MediSpa, located both in Beverly Hills and Newport Beach, providing services such as Botox, 
fillers, lasers, and all therapy, as well as hydrofacials and all the aesthetic products you could possibly need. It's run by the medical director, me, Dr. Jay Calvert. Rock Spa Beverly Hills is located at 120 South Spalding Drive in Suite 340, Beverly Hills, 90212. The phone number there is 310-777-0496. And Rock Spa Newport Beach is located at 1617 West Cliff Drive, Newport Beach, California, 92660. The phone number there is 949-644-1111. You can go to their respective websites, rockspanewportbeach.com or rockspabeverlyhills.com. Rockspa was created to help my patients maintain their aesthetic beauty in between whatever operations they have throughout their lives. It's something that allows patients to come in, get their facials, skin treatments, take care of all the Botox fillers and lasers that they need to keep up their beauty and if they've invested in any of the aesthetic operations I perform it's the way to maintain those operations if you mention this podcast you will get the members pricing for your hydrofacial the Beverly Hills plastic surgery podcast is the way that Dr. Ravello and I talk about the issues that are important to us in plastic surgery but there's nothing better than getting to take care of our patients and do plastic surgery Our practices are located in Beverly Hills, and I also have a satellite office in Newport Beach. You can learn about my practice at drcalvert.com, and you can reach my office by calling 310-777-8800, and that will get you an appointment either in Beverly Hills or at the Newport Beach office. My practice is located in Beverly Hills. Our office phone number is 310-954-1355. You can also contact us directly through the website, which is rovelloplasticsurgery.com. We look forward to seeing you in the office for some aesthetic tune-ups.